Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up this week, Disney is getting sued by a woman over service dogs and by a performer from Festival of the Lion King over a pregnancy. The battle over 21st Century Fox appears to be over, and the director of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 gets fired. And we're going to talk about this very special episode in our show and unveil a new initiative to raise money for Give Kids the World. All that coming up next on our 1,000th episode. From the Bob Farley Studio (laughs) in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. Now it's everywhere. This is the Diz Unplugged episode 1000 for the week of July 24th, 2018. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan every aspect of your next Disney vacation all at no additional charge. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And this table looks like Cher just exploded. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you are having a great day. Uh, Coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner. Joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi. Everybody. Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. Teresa Eccles. Corey Martin. I'm just happy to be. Oh, shoot it off. She said. Remember, there are people listening that are watching, and that's going to be taken out of context. Right. Back in the production of our associate producer, Rhino Clavin. Hello. I don't. I think I broke mine. Of course he did. There we go. And our producer, Mr. Craig Williams. <laughs> and that's about as magical as Craig gets. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you are having a great week. And now, uh, this stuff is everywhere. My OCD is kicking in. Every week I want to do this. Every Your week. OCD is rubbing off on me because mine's kicking in. If you're a fan of ASMR right now, it's oh, perfect. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, so welcome, everyone, to the show. This stuff is, like, all over my microphone. <laughs> I like for those who are, I too. I like it. For those who are listening, uh, John brought in... Uh, Poppers. Poppers, yeah. which means something different if you're from the if you're 70s. Straight, yeah. um, or straight. <laughs> but uh, so that's, that's the noise, as you heard going off. There have been like silver streamers going off throughout the show. Obviously, we're celebrating our 1000th episode. Glad you could join us today for this. A um, uh, couple things that I want to just mention in housekeeping. I am so distracted by all of this around me. I'm just, Shiny things in the room. Well, yeah, it's like not me. I have like Teresa, Teresa da- damage. Um, so a uh, couple things I want to mention. First of all, last me last week, I announced the London meet that I'm going to be hosting on September 8th. But I originally said on the show that it was going to be September 9th because I thought that was the Saturday. And I was corrected on the show that the Saturday was the 8th. So after the show, I went and looked at what I sent the venue. And sure enough, I told the venue it was going to be the 9th. And the 9th was available. But when I corrected it, the 8th was not. So the venue has changed. It is still September 8th. And uh, the venue is uh, going to be, I don't remember the name of the pub. Oh, it's the Draft House. It's the Draft House, Westbridge. 74-76 Battersea Bridge Road in London. It's about a 15-minute walk from uh, Kings Road in Chelsea. 
Uh, so now that we have this confirmed and this is set, this is not going to change. We're confirmed there. Um, I will be releasing on Facebook uh, later on today the RSVP for you to go out and uh, let us know that you'll be joining us. So that is 1 p.m. September 8th at Draft House Westbridge uh, on Battersea Bridge Road in London. And I look forward to seeing everybody there. Um, Also, because this is kind of a day of uh, milestones, you could help us out with another milestone that we're very close to hitting. Uh, on YouTube, we've been saying that we want to get to that 100,000 subscriber mark. Well, we are 900. As of the time the show started, we are 936 subscribers away from that. So if you have not subscribed to our show, on our, our channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash disunplugged. Uh, do us a favor, follow us, and then click that little bell right next to subscribe, and you'll get notified every time a new show or vlog or video goes up. Um, uh, uh, something that um, what? What's the matter? She's pulling this crap across the table. Sorry. Well, because it, no, she hasn't it's heard shiny. a word anybody yeah, said shiny. because there's too much shiny going on in this room right now. It all needs to be over here. Um, uh, something uh, Craig and I were talking uh, yesterday. Uh, there's this awesome video. Speaking of YouTube, that Craig and Kylie did um, of the after hours event. Uh, Disney invited them to come do the After Hours event and cover it on social media. Um, we have a, ver- and, and at the beginning of any event like that, where we are being comped, where we're being, we make sure that we are very upfront with the fact that we are not reviewing this, that we will find a way to talk about it in a way that we're not doing an actual review. And every time we do that, there are people who give us pushback. Well, why, don't, why aren't you reviewing it? Why aren't you reviewing it? So let me explain this for those who are maybe a little bit behind. When we are given something for free, I don't care how hard we try to be unbiased and honest. When it is being given to us for free, there is no way to fully eliminate that. And I have tried from the very beginning for the 21 years that we have done the site and subsequently the show and the other things that we've done. We've had a hard and fast rule. If it is being comped, we do not review it. Um, if there is anything that would all, in any way bias us or alter our perceptions, we do not do, we do, will not bill it as a review and we will be upfront about it. This is about our integrity. This is about making sure that when you tell us, you trust us to be honest with you, that we're taking that seriously. So for the people who don't understand, I don't know what to say to you other than up your meds. It's like being invited to someone's house for dinner and telling them it sucked. But, but also it's, it's difficult for I us can't, not look, to if, give a review. It, you know, it's look, difficult. I uh, I had dinner uh, uh, last week uh, at a restaurant where it was the most expensive piece of steak I've ever eaten. It was also the most delicious steak I've ever eaten. But I wasn't there working, and it was not comped. I paid for it. Had that steak been crappy, or had that steak been comped, my perception of it would have been skewed by the fact that it wasn't costing me $200. Um we got to have skin in the game. I can't tell you something is worth something or a good value if I'm not willing to put my money down and spend the same thing. And I think one of the reasons we've made it to a thousand shows is because we have stuck to that as, as closely as we can. We're human beings. 
will certain experiences or things bias us one way or another? Of course they will. We try to eliminate it everywhere we can. That's an easy way to do it, to say that we will not review something. We will not put that word on anything we do if it has been comped, and we will always be upfront about it. So with that said, um, I have to pull something up. I have something. Before I get to my next thing. So, yeah, go ahead, Rhino. Um, If you don't watch the Disneyland uh, version, uh, edition, excuse me, of the Diz Unplugged. Sorry, I have to fix my sound. Um, uh, We have a giveaway going on. on, And if you're not following Dreams Unlimited Travel on Twitter, at Dreams You Travel, um, we are giving away what Pete likes to call the Bejeweled Fist. And that would be an Avengers Infinity War uh, sipper cup that has sold out at Disneyland. It's very hard to get. Um, well, so apparently they're not making them anymore. They're like, they're not coming back. Yeah. So if you want one of these and you want a copy of Avengers Infinity War on Blu-ray, if you go over to d- at Dreams You Travel on Twitter, you can um, follow them and retweet for an opportunity to win one of those Infinity Gauntlets. Or if you prefer Instagram, you can follow the at the dot Diz. There's a post on there. Tag two of your friends in there who might want to win it too. And we're going to pick a winner from each one of those mediums over there. So I just wanted to... Put that out there because oh, I, I really well. Also, so I, and I would have forgotten if you hadn't mentioned it. Uh, we we're also giving away a beautiful uh, Disney Cruise Line Dooney and Bork uh, bag on the Dreams Twitter uh, Dreams Dreams Twitter account. Say that five times. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't get it out once without screwing it up. Um, so yeah, we're giving doing a lot of fun giveaways, yep. and so uh, twittercom slash travel. Uh, you'll see the Infinity Gauntlet and the uh, Dooney and Burke bag uh, there for that. Um, all right, so uh, this is our 1,000th episode. And uh, a little later on, we're going to talk about that. But I wanted, to, uh, uh, I wanted to talk about an initiative that we decided that we wanted to do, uh, looking for any good excuse we can find to raise money for Give Kids the World, something we've been doing for years. Very proud of uh, how our community and our audience has stepped up, and I'm gonna ask you to do it again. Um, And I was thinking about how I would introduce this, Um, and then right before the show, Charles was in my office, uh, Charles Boda was in my office, and he was writing up uh, an article to explain this, and there is no way I could say this better than he did. So if you'll indulge me for a moment, um, I'm going to read what Charles wrote. You can, of course, find this on the homepage of the Diz, uh, www.info.com. The Diz Unplugged is about to complete its 1,000th episode, and we have a special way of honoring this milestone that involves all of our listeners, both old and new. This accomplishment, which we are truly grateful for and humbled by, can only be elevated to something truly special if we share it. We don't just want to share the news either. We want to share the feeling. You see, the Diz Unplugged is something deeply personal for each and every member you see on the screen. Most of us have a litany of responsibilities at the full-time jobs we are working when we aren't in front of the camera, whether it be for the Diz, Dreams Unlimited Travel, or anywhere else. Having the ability to step outside ourselves and connect directly with Disney fans around the globe is an experience we can all agree we are extremely fortunate to have. Uh, We get to take a moment, talk with a group of friends about the things we love, and call that honest work. We get to be Disney fans for Disney fans, and we get out of it much more than we put in. The feedback we receive runs the range of interesting discourse and unique perspectives, all the way to emotionally impactful and warm-heartedly sincere. 
That's the point of all this, of course, to take folks out of their regular day just for an instant and focus on the things we all love. When someone tells us, online or in the parks, that they used our videos to plan their vacation, well, that just justifies all of our salaries. Occasionally, though, someone will confide in us that our videos help distract them from a difficult time in their life, giving them a bit of magic when it was needed the most. When that happens, all the stress and complication of everyday life washes away, and just for a moment, we get to know that one's per- one person's day was made just a bit better by what we do. That is one of the most profound feelings in existence. It is addictive, and it is why we do what we do. We want to share that feeling with you. And if you want to end this day with a lighter heart than you started with, knowing that you had a very real, very, very measurable impact in the life of someone who could really use some happiness right now, help us support Give Kids the World. In honor of our 1,000th episode, we are asking 1,000 of our listeners to donate $100 to an organization that provides hope and joy to the people who need it most, an organization that we sincerely believe in. You don't have to do it alone, of course. As much as we want to share the joy we get from being part of the Diz Unplugged with you, feel free to share the joy of making this donation by enlisting the support of your friends and your family. This process isn't as ambiguous as just clicking a button and hoping the money made it to someone who needed it either. When you donate to Give Kids the World, you'll have the confidence of knowing that your money went directly to funding an experience that has a significant effect on very real families who are in need of some very real normalcy and enjoyment. Give Kids the World works with critically ill children and their families, providing them with lodging, meals, medical care, special events, and access to the Orlando parks and attractions that we all take so much joy in. They don't just throw tickets at families and call it a day. They meet every possible need so those families can actually enjoy their experiences safe in the knowledge that the rest is all taken care of. They make sure those going through the unimaginable challenges can pause, take a breath, and just be a regular family for a while and have a bit of fun while they're at it. If anything the Diz Unplugged has produced has ever added a little something extra to your day, be it trip planning or just entertainment, and you'd like to help us celebrate making it all the way to 1,000 episodes, this is how you can do it. Not only that, but you'll get the experience, that rare and beautiful feeling, the knowledge that someone you've never met who's going through the most difficult period in their life is having a better day because of something you've done. We promise it's worth it. I thought that was just beautifully written and captures exactly what we wanted to do. I could not have said it better than Charles did. So we're asking a thousand of our listeners to donate a hundred dollars. And if you don't have a hundred dollars to donate, ask your friends and your family and there'll be a link uh, in the show notes page. We'll be putting it out on Facebook. There are links within this article on www.info.com to a first giving page. All of that money goes directly to give kids the world. And uh, for those who are worried how that money is managed consistently for many years, Give Kids the World has been rated the best run charity in the United States with only five cents of every dollar raised going to administrative costs. The rest goes directly to the mission, making sure that kids and their families in need Mm -hmm. of this experience don't have to worry about anything, airfare, lodging, transportation, all of it taken care of by Give Kids the World. So please help us out. We want to raise $100,000. So we thought, I thought this was a, a good way to do it. Very cool. So we appreciate your support, and we will be pushing this until we hit that Everywhere. goal. Everywhere, yeah. So if you don't want to hear me yell at you about it, <laughs> that's all you got to do. Yeah. All right. So that's my housekeeping. Anybody want to follow that? 
I don't want to follow it, but I wanted. To, I should have made an announcement before that. A lot of people were asking about uh, Diz Unplugged merchandise with the new logo and stuff. But um, Will and I were going to be working this week. We're going to have that up this week. Um, so just just keep following all every everywhere, and then you'll. Yeah, you probably should have come in before. I told you, I told you, but you know, you jump right in. You, well, I, you don't, I didn't hear you. Yeah, I didn't hear you. you know, it's been yeah. seventeen years, yeah. Corey. Yeah, I know, just, I told wait you. a minute. Yeah. Here, Corey's got shirts. <laughs> and pillows. Oh, and pillows. Oh, look, that just landed in my, in my soda. That is so much fun. Oh. Okay. I um, told him this was going to be easy to clean yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, really. To get it wet. All right, so that'll do it for housekeeping. We'll throw it over to Johnny with the news. All right, our first news story Woman who brings her service dogs to the parks is now suing Disney. According to the Orlando Sentinel, a woman who has epilepsy and migraines has filed a lawsuit in Orlando federal court this week alleging discrimination and retaliation by Walt Disney Parks and Resorts. The woman, Susan Grell, claims that the cast members, Disney security, and managers harass her when she brings her dogs to the parks. Grill is suing to mandate that the court gives her an order protecting her from her harassment from bringing her dogs on Disney property. The lawsuit also seeks compensatory damages and attorney's fees. Grill often walks around Disney property with a small group of white poodles who are labeled with service animal vests. Grill claims she uses Disney property to train the animals to deal with crowds. A Disney spokeswoman addressed Grill's lawsuit saying, quote, the person's complaints were already reviewed by the Florida Commission on Human Rights, which found that no unlawful practice occurred. Um, there's a whole story about what, why she's filing the suit and what incident triggered it, but uh, one of the things that is interesting is the Walt Disney World Parks and Resorts allows a dog and a miniature horse <laughs> within the theme parks and at the resorts if animals are trained at the, for the owner's disability. Okay, yeah, because I did this story on the fix yesterday. And I literally, as I'm reading that, I had to look at Craig. I'm like, is that true? Yours. <laughs> they allow. How many dogs are we talking about? She apparently had. Okay, so here's the deal there are people who are posting on the boards and under this story about how they know who this person is. And she has at any given time four to six dogs. She usually spray paints them different colors so that they're they festive, look, they I guess. They look like clowns. Yeah. yeah. And she claims that she's training them for to use with people who need them with disabilities. Let's unpack that, shall we? <laughs> so she does not So she does not have the disability. Well, she claims she has migraines. And rainbow-colored dogs help that? Story is giving me a migraine. Well, look, you know what? I don't um you know this this gets slippery slope like the uh, like the ECB debate and things like that. So I don't want to get too far into that, but um, there is, and I said this in the fix yesterday. There's more to this story than we're seeing. I understand because Disney's a very animal. good. Disney's very good about service animals. I understand service animals, but I don't know that Disney needs to allow you to train your service animals in their parks. There's also I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not. I, I, that's not judging. I don't know if that's right. actually. Well, it's worse. private property, so they have the right to, tell to say no. no. We actually were at we were at Disneyland yeah. one time, and I made a friend on the monorail, which was a service dog, and the lady explained that Disneyland allows people to bring service dogs in to acclimate them to crowds like that. But I don't know that you can bring a herd. 
And, and this, <laughs> and this is a this is not new to her. Like I, I did a little research on this, and she apparently uh, sued Costco for the same thing, and she lost because she tried to bring her dogs into Costco. I mean, I guess they like to buy well, things and in I, bulk. And, and I don't want to. I don't. Corey. <laughs> 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 really? Here's the deal. There's no really? bigger proponent of folks with disabilities or special needs than Kevin and I. We have been on shows where people have said to us, you're unrealistic, you don't know what you're talking about. We believe there should be no barriers and people should have everything they need. If you're going to train service dogs, you have to have, um, I don't know how to say this, but you have to be sort of in a position where you're recognized to do so. You can't just show up with any animal and say, I'm training a service dog. So if she's just showing up with these animals and saying she's training them and has no company to do so, I don't believe that she should be allowed to do it. That's the way I feel. I, I agree. And look, it, you know, having a child with special needs, I, I, I think what, what annoys me the most and are the people that take advantage of certain situations. Um, that's why the whole disability thing at um, you know at Disney went away. Now it's the you know the the guess it's guess it's 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 just people were taking advantage of it, using it as a VIP tour um, when they really didn't need it. So things like this, and like I said, this is I, I don't know the full story, but this is a um, it, it annoys me when this feels like she's looking for attention. Well, I, again, I don't want to assign motive. To a person we don't know, especially around this issue, because you don't know. Um, I was not judging. I no, was just no, trying I, to I, find I know out you details. Aren't. I know you weren't. Um, but I'm, I'm just saying that we know we don't want to assign any motives. We don't know, but I just know there's more to this story. But while we're on the subject of disabilities um, and access in the parks, uh, I don't know what the whole story with this is. I've been seeing things on Twitter. And uh, some folks on Twitter have reached out to me directly to talk about this. Um, so I'll draw your attention to uh, salonmickey.wordpress.com uh, to learn more uh, about uh, Disneyland Paris changing their dis uh, disability access pass and with some fairly catastrophic, apparently some fairly catastrophic results. There are some stories emerging online on social media that are truly, truly disturbing. I will get, uh, I wasn't fully prepared for it uh, right now, but uh, as I've read more about it, the more I'm reading, the more disturbing it is. Um, I'm getting I, the same things, but I don't. Ha I didn't have enough time to do any sort of research or any kind of background or about it. So the number of people that are weighing in on this that are knowledgeable about it, all saying the same thing. You know, it's one thing if I experience it myself. At first, I wasn't sure if I wanted to put a spotlight on this because I didn't know. Um, but the number of people that are talking about this, that are sharing very similar stories, um, I think it's worth at least paying attention to. Even though we don't really cover Disneyland Paris, uh, it's part of a larger discussion on people with disabilities, access to the parks. I will get the full link to this and put it, uh, have it put in the show notes page. Uh, Desunplug.com is where you find all our show notes. But apparently there are some really uh, disturbing things happening and some disturbing pictures that were happening during an event recently at Disneyland Paris uh, to a woman with epilepsy um, who was denied. Yeah, I've gotten that same thing. Um, somebody's reached out to me through Twitter to bring this to light. Again, I haven't had time to really look into it. I've been kind of busy, but um, that was on my agenda and you've just done it. So there it is. I just figured, yeah, that would be a good tie into that that story. 
All right. Our second news story. Comcast ends bidding war with Disney over 21st Century Fox. In December of 2017, the Walt Disney Company announced they had entered into an agreement to acquire 21st Century Fox for $52.4 billion in stock. This deal became muddled when the Comcast Corporation tried to undermine the deal by placing a $65 billion all-cash bid on the table. Uh, they set off a bidding war between the two companies. Disney eventually raised their bid to $71 billion in cash and stock, which seems to have sealed the deal. Today, Comcast stated that they no longer, quote, intend to pursue further the acquisition of the 21st Century Fox assets and instead will focus on recom- on our recommended offer for Sky. Um, and which also looks like it's in trouble. They're not having a good run here. Yeah. So... Um, you know, does Disney get bragging rights for beating them down, or do they look silly for paying so much money for 21st Century Fox? Well, I, I look, you know, uh, I, I think uh, it's going to history is going to is going to tell us whether or not that's the case. We have to see what they do with the assets. But um, Disney is also live streaming their next stockholders meeting where this gets voted on, so they're expecting this to go well. Um, I think the last nail in Comcast's coffin was when the Justice Department said, "Yeah, you're all good." Um, after about a 22-minute review of, yeah. of, of the acquisition. Um, so, uh, you know, once that happened, that was pretty much... Because that was, like, really the, the, the elephant in the room was what is the Justice Department going to do about this? You know, they, they had blocked the merger of... Uh, what was it? Uh, oh, Lord. What merger was just blocked? Warner Brothers one? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Um, and so with after that, everybody was like, okay, so what's going to happen with this? Um, and, you know, the reason this is important is because think about the impact on the parks other acquisitions have had. Pixar, at the very beginning of Bob Iger's tenure, after he took over from Michael Eisner. Lucasfilm, Marvel, has had massive, massive, massive impact on the parks. Um, you know, one of the things that we had said when they did Pandora, World of Avatar, it was un- very unusual for Disney to go outside their own intellectual property. Well, guess what? Now they're not because in getting 21st Century Fox, they're going to own the rights to Avatar. So how this will expand the theme park universe is limitless. Go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to come in after you were done talking about that uh the big twist that happened with it was that makes sense to me personally and and i stick by it now it's i think sky was completely undervalued through this whole process we as theme park fans have constantly thought about intellectual property over and over again and it will help disney with its streaming service but universal wants sky because that is advertising to a a giant massive european market Mm -hmm. that they're not currently getting to and that's why bob Iger also called it a crown jewel way back when i think it was back in december so it's i part of this is so difficult because we get so ip hungry and like all movies and tv shows and all this stuff that can happen in the parks but 
it's also advertising is almost more important than anything. Well, to the company, to to us as fans, it's really what they're going to do in the parks that ultimately, you know, really matters to us. But what do you think? You know, I know you're paying attention to this. Where do you think that acquisition of Sky is going to go? Um, I think Comcast is hungry for it, but I also don't think they will. I, I don't think they'll overspend on it. If Disney wants to overspend, then I think at some point they'll just let it go. And the only reason I say that is because when you start dishing out all this money, you're going to have to start cutting from other parts of the company. And mm. I, it's what what can be afforded to really like scale back on. And I don't know because I'm not a, I'm not an accountant with either company, but I, I know common sense. If I want if I want to spend money on a new car, I have to cut back on something else. And so the same will go for them. So when we're talking billions and billions of dollars, money's going to have to well, when you be st- shifted around. Also, when you stop and think that you know Comcast by getting into a bidding war bidding war forced Disney to spend $20 billion more than they originally offered. Yeah, exactly. Um, so is that what's going to happen here? Is it going to be another bidding war? Because there is a blood feud between Bob Iger and what's his name? The head of uh, Comcast. I can't think. I can never remember this guy's name. There's a blood feud between the two of them. Brian. Brian something or other. Um, there's a blood feud between these two. They don't like each other. So, you know, this is kind of playing out on this business battlefield. So very interesting to see where that's going to go. But I think by the end of the week, this will be an official deal. And um, very interested to see what Disney's plans are for how they plan to leverage some of this IP. So. And you know that what they'll do is immediately they'll start releasing these movies and they'll start selling them on DVD or putting them out on streaming. So they'll raise capital fast. You know, they're not going to have a trouble with that. I'm just. I'm sorry. We're just taking a look at the first giving page. Yeah. Before I've even given the URL, we've raised twenty two hundred dollars. Wow. We'll be looking at the whole show. We'll be looking at it the whole show. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's cool. Very cool. All right. Our next news story: former former Festival of the Lion King performer files lawsuit against Disney. Krista Crowder a former performer in Animal Kingdom's Festival of the Lion King show, has filed a lawsuit that accuses Disney of letting her go after she became pregnant with twins. The lawsuit is alleging gender discrimination and was filed this month in Orange Circuit Court. According to the lawsuit, Crowder is seeking uh, over $15,000 in damages. The lawsuit names Walt Disney Parks and Resorts and Disney Worldwide Services. When asked about the allegations, a spokeswoman from Disney said, quote, we have a long-standing policy against workplace discrimination, and we will respond to the allegations as appropriate in court. Since 2013, Crowder has played the role of the Bluebird during the Can You Feel the Love Tonight song in the aerial segment of the presentation. That's what every ballet dancer in the city wants to do, Crowder said in an interview. Including Rhino. Really? Uh, According to the Atlanta Sentinel, she, quote, stopped working in November of 2015 because of her pregnancy and gave birth to her twin daughters on June 1st, 2016, via a cesarean section. She was reportedly cleared by her doctor to work out eight weeks after the babies were born, but she couldn't get back in the harness quite yet. 
Carter received a letter stating that she was terminated June 20th, 2016, according to her complaint from the Florida Commission on Human Relations and the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. She asked Disney if her termination was an error and she was told that she could return her, to her position after an audition, which was scheduled for October of 2016. Uh, blah, 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 blah. She says, I worked my butt off for the show and um, she received a final termination letter in August 2017, according to the lawsuit. So hoping there's something we don't know about, but this is kind of crappy. Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay, so she was cleared to go back but she couldn't get in the harness. Was it because of her size or because well, Disney no, wouldn't she, let her she, back in the harness? No, 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 because she was medically cleared eight weeks after her C-section to begin working out. Um, but, but she couldn't get back in the she harness. She could not. She was not quite ready to get back in the harness. Um, By the time her audition rolled around in October, she had lost 60 pounds. So apparently she could audition and do the same stuff she was doing before, but she never got the job back. Hmm. Hmm. So you could have gone for that job. Yeah, because I want to fly over all that as a bluebird. I um, I don't know. I I got. I might be on her side with this one. You think? Yeah. yeah. Really. The more it's not like she I mean, walked in the I'm park with poodles. <laughs> you are so brave, Teresa. I'm with yeah, the really. little lady too. You're on the Way side take, of the pregnant lady. Way to take a stand. Well, I just I don't know. I, it just I don't know. It's just bizarre. I would be more worried about the people who were underneath her when she was pregnant with twins flying around on that trapeze thing. <laughs> it's raining babies. <laughs> it's raining bluebirds. Is, is that the follow-up song? <laughs> it's raining babies. <laughs> it's raining men? No, it's raining babies? Can you feel I want to say something, but I'm not going to because it will cause certain people to <laughs> get upset with me. But What's who? Who? Working mothers. Oh. Uh, I thought you us. No, I don't care what you think. <laughs> yes. Our next news story. Later. <laughs> don't care what you think. All right, our fourth news story. We have four this week. Very exciting. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, director James, how do you say his name? Gunn? Terminated. G U N N. How many other ways is that to pronounce I thought it? There was, I thought there was a silent <laughs> in there somewhere, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> 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 how, do how do you say that name? <laughs> James. <laughs> I believe it's actually Yamas. 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 James Gunn has uh, been fired as director of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 after old tweets have resurfaced. Gunn joked about controversial topics such as pedophilia and rape and has since deleted his Twitter account. Walt Disney Studios chairman Alan Horn said in a statement, quote, the offensive attitudes and statements discovered on James's Twitter feed are indefensible and inconsistent with our studio's values and we have severed our business relations with him. Before Gunn deleted his account, he tweeted, quote, many people have followed my career, know when I started. I viewed myself as a provocateur, making movies and telling jokes that were outrageous and taboo. As I have discussed publicly many times, as I have developed as a person, so has my work and my humor. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was expected to begin shooting this fall in Atlanta, and Gunn has been uh, writing the script for it. The film has an expected 2020 release date, but that could change due to this new development. Um, yeah. 
And he says, you know, people are saying that the reason why the films are successful is because of his unusual take and his off-brand sense of humor. Well, a couple things. Um, first of all, I think, Craig, you had uh, you were filling me in yesterday on some of the backstory behind what he was doing. Wasn't that you? I don't believe it was. I've done, was some, re- I've <laughs> done some research and read some of his old tweets. I didn't read any. I, it's not uh, all I can disgusting. tell you is... If it's your sense of humor, it 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 doesn't fit into polite society. Well, he uh, he was working for a company where he was expected to be that provocateur and and do that stuff, and so that's where those tweets came from. I'm not defending it. Don't don't get me wrong. I think Disney. There are tweets about uh, toddlers. No, absolutely, absolutely, gross. No question, no question. and now there's a petition apparently going around to from the people in the movie, and, and well, over a hundred thousand signatures uh, to reinstate him. Uh, here's the deal: um, regardless of why, what he was trying to accomplish with those tweets, do I think the man is a pedophile? Probably not, but I don't know. Um, all I know is that you want to associate with a brand like Disney, that can't be in your repertoire. That I just can't be in your you past. John and I are not prudes. We have pretty dark senses of humor, especially when we're not on air. Right, yeah. <laughs> you think? Well, we, 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 all, we all have These that. are yeah. above and beyond. No, absolutely. No question. And, you know, the point was made yesterday to me that, you know, it's a cautionary tale for especially younger people on the Internet that think mm-hmm. their anonymity oh, yeah. protects them. This stuff comes back to haunt you. you. This was years ago. It wasn't like he did this last week. It doesn't matter, but it wasn't last week. This was years ago. Um, do I believe that there, you know, that he regrets it? Yeah, I do. I think there's a lot of sincerity in his, in his apology. And he's, t- I'll, I'll give him this. He's taken, he's taken the, uh, the, the repercussions like a man. He's owning it. He's taking. He's not saying this shouldn't have happened. He's not screaming things into YouTube. He's taking it like a man. Um, like somebody like yeah like yeah Roseanne Barr um, so that is uh, you know I, I give him that but I do not fault Disney one iota and I'm not suggesting I'm not judging this man whether he is or whether he isn't all I can tell you is that I was interested in what he said that had brought this about and I found it shocking yeah I tell my kids all the time once you once you put it out there, you can delete it, but it's still out there. Especially it's always now, out there. Nowadays. Yeah, so I just... think about these people who are sending photographs of themselves doing things, and it's proven now that companies are looking into your social yeah. media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're a girl going wild, I almost didn't hire Rhino. I know. Yeah. That's why I always preface like, please delete my body. this. You know. Oh, I say it all. Please the time. delete Please this delete photo. This. I'm sending you. Yeah. There's also, oh wait, Corey, let me delete those now. <laughs> I love to say it. I say it over and over again. You know, we have freedom of speech, but it doesn't mean freedom of consequence. Freedom from consequence. Well, exactly. you know, you're right. That is true. So I that's mean, the well. That's what people don't get. Is that yeah? No, young people don't get it. Freedom of speech means you can't necessarily go to prison. Because the government shall not infringe. That's what the, the, the Constitution says. Government shall not infringe on your right to free speech. In other words, the government can't shut you up. Yeah. But that does not mean there will not be consequences for what you say. And there's also, then also you have to understand too that Disney 
is exercising their right of free speech by saying you can't be an employee here right. yeah. and you cannot represent us because that's within their rights. Yeah, you, someone says, I, I send Kevin something off color. I haven't, but say I would. I would say delete it, but he takes a, he takes a picture of it before he deletes it. And, and then, then he puts it out on And then Twitter. he puts it out everywhere, and then that's the end of that, you know? This didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> this is hypothetical. <laughs> If I was going to destroy Teresa, I would have other ways. <laughs> Why? Wow. All right. That'll do it for the news. All right. Thank you, John. Let's go ahead and move on to rapid fire. And we'll start with you, John, because we have not heard enough from you. My voice is so pretty. All right. Duffy's <laughs> new friend, Olu. Okay. No, stop. <laughs> stop. Freeze. As part of our thousandth episode, I am instituting a new rule. Duffy is to be banned from my realm. Oh, poor Duffy. Duffy. I cannot stand Duffy, but all right, go ahead. All right, so uh, he's going to be added to Alani merchandise on July 27th. (laughs) Duffy the Bear's newest friend, Olu, is making his global debut at Alani uh, with a line of exclusive merchandise. And this photo is... Olu uh, wondering whether or not he should jump to his death what rather than be associated. Who the hell knows? I believe is Olu a turtle? A turtle? <laughs> Olu is a turtle. He's debating whether to jump to his death or not. Or, or I think actually him. Duffy's getting ready to push him. Yeah. Push him. <laughs> Thank, my new friend. Okay. You're in my key light move. <laughs> <laughs> is that another hidden Mickey on there? Probably. Yeah, they right. love to do that. Maybe, oh, say, the, according to the Disney Parks blog, blog, this is how does Duffy and his new bestie met. As Mickey and Duffy. Oh, I got to hear the story. The backstory. Tell the us. existence of Tinder. this isn't enough. Tinder. <laughs> Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> Turtle Tinder. Let's lower the How'd lights they meet? so I can tell, tell my us. story. It's always as, hard. As Mickey and, D- and Duffy sail the islands on a quest to find the perfect birthday present for Shelly May. <laughs> Rhythmic sounds of the ukulele called to them over the ocean. This is when I re- really reconsider sobriety. <laughs> Leading them to a cozy cove and to Olu, My. a kind-hearted turtle playing happy music. Olu smiled and shyly greeted Duffy. Oh, You I made this up. I am, this is from the Parks Blog. I play my ukulele to make songs of love. Parks Want to sing Blog with me? After Dark. God. Right. Olu strummed a beautiful song for his new friends. That will be perfect, a perfect present for Shelley May, said Duffy excitedly. I see a threesome. <laughs> oh, you're putting the emphasis on As he kissed him. <laughs> Off to the party they went, singing the special song together for their birthday. Oh, my God. Somebody and give me a go much I can Duffy do. Duffy dumped Shelley May for Olu? Is that what happened? Yeah, I think that's what I just that's read. That's what in I so much, so much wrong. There was an awakening in that hey, Whatever happened to Gelatoni? <laughs> Gelatoni's the pet. Okay, enough. I don't want to hear any more about this. Do you think Quiet Cove is the bear Cozy slash turtle? Cove. Oh, Cozy Cove is the bear slash turtle bar that they went to? <laughs> <laughs> if this turns into a turtle bar, I'm never coming back. <laughs> coming back as a turtle bar. Uh, <sighs> all right, thank you, John. Kevin? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> line from um, uh, <laughs> Sister Act. This turns into a nun bar. I'm never coming back. All right. People have been waiting. The Diz and Dreams Unlimited Travel have an exclusive ABD trip for 2017 planned. However, there's something special about it. 2017? 19. Sorry. 
I'm sorry, this this threw me. Okay. I want to go to a turtle bar. Going back in um, time, I'll take a trip. <laughs> this is uh, San Francisco and the Backstage Magic pushed together. It is one long adventure. We're going to start in San Francisco on July 18th, and we're there for a couple of nights. You get to visit the Family Museum as uh, in addition to the some Walt other... The Walt Disney Family Museum, not Walt just Disney family any family museum. museum. <laughs> <laughs> you get to see my old crap. Um, <laughs> We visit Lucasfilms. Uh, there's a guided tour of the bay. We get to go to Silverado Winery, which is Diane Disney Miller's and her husband's winery. I don't drink wine, but I had a great time there. I thought it was wonderful. And um, Paula Sillers and her cup. mother had competitive Christmas ornament making, so I have good memories of Silverado Winery. And so it was fun. And then we go on to the backstage magic. This is all pushed together. I am going to put this on Twitter. I am going to put this on the Disboards, and I am sure that we will have a show notes page up where you can see the, the link to sign up. The cost for this is for adults, based on double occupancy, is $65.29. That works out to $13,058 per couple. Keep in mind that this is two adventures and there's an internal flight that's included with this. This does not include you getting to San Francisco or leaving Los Angeles, but it does inv include you getting from San Francisco to Los Angeles. When I looked at the individual trips pricing and then fig uh, figuring that there's this flight in the middle as part of this price, it's actually a good price. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of extras involved, so it's not outrageous and this is also how many nights um, it is the 18th through the 26th it is nine days and eight nights so yeah it's a long trip and it's the omni in san francisco it's the lows in hollywood and it's the grand californian or oh, the omni it's the omni yes okay. they've changed hotels but not just for us across the board they've changed a single person a single supplement is 9139 9139 dollars if you don't want to share a room with someone uh john and i have already agreed that we would be going oh i'm going excellent pete's going so if you're interested as soon as it goes on to Teresa's rapid fire i'm going to post this on twitter and on the dis boards and you can start signing up right now you're not going to pay attention to my rapid fire no no i don't care what you say you know what I heard? When He's been you, a twisty tree. You know before. what I heard in all of that? <laughs> you know what I heard in all of that? Wah, Competitive wah, wah. Christmas ornament making. Of course you did. We that. are so doing that. <laughs> we, there was, this year. For folks who did not want to do the tour of the winery, I, to be honest with you, I don't care what kind of barrel the wine is in. I just don't care. So they had an activity for us, and I think this was basically aimed at children. <laughs> but there was a bunch no, of us. No kids on the trip. There were no kids on the trip, <laughs> so it was like eight or ten adults, and they gave us hot glue guns and corks and all this, as Valerie says, couchandre, and we made Christmas ornaments. Mm -hmm. However, some of us were just doing it. Paul and her mom. It became a contact sport. We still have our ornaments. We do. Made. We put them on the Christmas tree each year. We haven't done this since 2015 when we, we went so for the 60th that. anniversary. Yeah, but. I don't know what the activity will be. Oh, you told me what the, activity, what the activity will be. be. What's the activity? Grape, grape stomping. Coloring duffies. Like Lucy? <laughs> like Lucy. Come on, how much fun? Don't you want to see John and Pete stomp grape? Because Pete and I, I stomp I want to do that. Oh, my god! I'm telling gosh. you now, that ain't going to happen. Oh, With on. the scarf and your the skirt. Your feet will match your shirt. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> or if you can't find the link or you can't make the link work, you can always write Kevin at Dreams Unlimited Travel. I think this is pretty good. I'm almost done. We have another trip set, uh, that we're working on for 2019. However, the pricing on this trip came back and made John cry. Blanche. 
So we're working with ABD to see what we can do to make this a little more realistic for people. Okay. We will have more information on that as that comes. When I look at these trips they put together, I look at the pricing, I can determine if I think it's a decent price. And what they came back for the other one wasn't a good price. So we're going to beat them up over it. Okay. I can't make them less, I can't make them affordable or cheap, but we can work on making sure that at least you're getting some value for what you're buying. And we think the other trip needs a little work yet. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Teresa. Okay. The 2018 holiday season will mark the third year of the Christmas Tree Trail at Disney Springs. In 2016, the trail had 15 trees and saw 400,000 guests. In 2018, there were 20 trees that saw 950,000 guests. Disney has just announced that there will be 25 trees in the Christmas Tree Trail, including five new additions. And the five new additions are the Haunted Mansion with a Bride Tree Topper, Star Wars with Lightsaber Garland, Four Parks with a Monorail, Nordic Winter, and Nostalgic Mickey and Minnie. Additionally, replicated versions of select ornaments seen on the decorated trees will be available for purchase. This is cool. Anything to add more Christmas? Bring it on. Need a little more Christmas. More Christmas. That's verbatim the way I texted it to I know. Jackie when I was getting the information. <laughs> I know. Like, I took it right off. familiar. <laughs> and Rhino, we are doing the competitive. Oh, heck yeah, we are. Heck yeah. All right. Thank you, Teresa. Corey. All right. Since this is the 1,000th episode, I think I should start my rapid fire with a, um, a three, two, one. <laughs> Cut. Um, right. Walt uh, Disney World Resort. Wow. <laughs> that noise you heard was Corey's joke falling flat. Because <laughs> nobody heard of three, two, ones. Those were the cuts. That's um, right. The Walt Disney World Resort introduces VI pass holder uh, nights. So. Beginning August, Gold, Platinum, Platinum Plus, and Premier Annual Pass holders can look forward to a new opportunity at two Walt Disney World Resort theme parks. The, the new uh, offers after-hours access to select attractions, shops, and dining locations at either Magic Kingdom or Epcot for an extra two hours after the park closes to the public. Now, you're going to get a, an email notification. I did not get one. I didn't get one either. I, just I also got, didn't get one for that early morning at Toy Story either that they announced a I haven't gotten ago. that either. I, I, did, I did get an email about this. It just said that you would be able to sign up for it soon. So I got an information email, email but not a... Sign up email, and I've never just, seen the. You can't story. just sign up somewhere. You can't just go somewhere. You have to click the link in the email to sign up for it. Jackie just updated the news story, and so the um, she, with the dates, it, it, dates and times, it's available August fifth at the Magic Kingdom from ten p.m. to twelve a.m. September sixth at Epcot from nine p.m. to twelve uh, to, to eleven p.m. and then October twenty fifth at Epcot from nine to eleven. So, I, I think it's great. I think they're offering more stuff to annual pass holders. Uh, this is great. Yeah. My question is why? Why? Maybe because um, we've always complained about it. You know well, that they should do no, they, more they, stuff. Look, we we know we know they don't do anything for AP holders unless there is a real reason for it. Um, so I mean, I'm happy they're doing it. And I don't want to sound like a cynical jerk, but is this now? This is only for the highest levels of pass holder, right? So if you buy one of those passes that have blackout dates or something, the the lowest is gold, uh, yeah, gold, platinum, platinum plus, and premier. So it's pretty much everybody. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Apparently, it's also open to book now. Yeah, it's now open for registration. So you have to have the email, though, right? Yes. Why did I get an email? It's crazy. Really? I don't really check my email. 
It's very quiet right now. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm checking mine, and nope. Thank nothing. you, Corey. Rhino? Okay, so <laughs> three, two, one. Just trying to move along. Um, so my rapid fire is that um, apparently Geyser Point Bar and Grill has removed breakfast from their menu, and uh, this was discovered because of posters on the Diz boards. Um, began uh, questioning the lack of breakfast items on the menu, which is what I literally just said. Um, uh, it's apparently been completely removed, and the restaurant is now listed as only serving lunch and dinner with a separate menu for their lounge. Options for breakfast at Disney's Wilderness Lodge now only include Roaring Fork for quick service and Whispering Canyon Cafe for table service. So I always thought it was a little bit... I love Geyser Point, but I did always think it was a little bizarre uh, to have breakfast here because it's a bar. It's set up primarily to be like kind of a lounge bar area, so I was like... It's not somewhere I thought about going out there to get breakfast, so I don't know. All right. Is it like the only place DVC members out there can go? No, they just said Roaring Forks and Whispering Canyon. Yeah, yeah you can go in the other, the, the main yeah, area. So. Yeah. So, All right, thank you, Rhino. Craig? Okay, this past weekend was San Diego Comic-Con, and Mickey Mouse's official 90th birthday portrait was revealed. If you are watching this on YouTube, you are seeing it right now, unless you're not paying attention. And if you're listening to this, well, I can paint a picture for you in your mind mickey is gleefully holding on to a a handful of balloons by the string as he's spreading pixie dust throughout the entire earth the caption actually reads i own you all i own you all (laughs) Uh, but of course you can also if you are listening you can see this on our website and that'll just be easier than me trying to describe it i think it's really cute i think i did a good job of describing it you did you were amazing craig you were amazing. I liked it. Thank you. Thank you. I think you described it better than it looks. <laughs> be I like it. Don't be I can start well, over again. He looks good for 90. Three. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, we have to explain that joke to people. You have to explain because, it. You know, exactly. If you have to explain the joke. But the whole three, two, one thing, back in the day when we first started recording our shows, we were they were pre-recorded. And I was the one doing the editing. I would edit the shows together. And so if we screwed up or something, we didn't just keep going. We stopped and we did it again. So there'd be a three, two, one. So that when I was editing, I knew where the cut was. Or And and if it was something that was like somebody slipped and said the F word or something really bad. We all cursed. Then, you know, Bob in particular (laughs) would like just like scream obscenities into the microphone <laughs> to make sure there was no way I would miss the edit. Did you ever? Um, not the obscenities. There's a not couple the times obscenities. that you missed the three, two, one. I've mi- I used to miss the three, two, one sometimes. And people would write to us and go, "What does the three? What's the three, two, one?" Yeah. And it was funny when we we go and pre-record a show, and Pete would had this bright idea. Look. We're going to do an unedited show. I need everybody to watch what they say. I'm like, it's Pete's telling us oh, this? God, it's empty. scared me. Pete's telling us right, to watch exactly. what we say? <laughs> yeah, he's the one that... <laughs> and I had... And you'll, you'll notice when we went live, I had no issue at all 
going unedited. Me either. None what's... Oh, please. You, you were, were the first, first person one. to drop. I was not. Yes, yes you, you were. were. You yes, were the you first were. person the, yeah, to slip. I yep. think she's the only one. Has anyone else said... I'm not. She's done it twice. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. What is there a calendar somewhere? You're marking this down. Yes. I do. She's gonna slip up again right now. <laughs> but you were the first one. I don't remember. So that's that. actually that you know it's a wonderful uh, segue into talking about our 1,000th episode. Now, I thought about this for a while. Um, you will notice that there were unusual periods of time where we weren't doing shows. That was to make sure that this week would be our 1,000th episode. It's why we didn't do a show. Uh, right before July 4th, normally we would have. Uh, but I wanted the 1,000th episode to fall in the same week as our 12th anniversary. It's uh, 12, uh, 12 years, uh, June, uh, July 26th. So um, I really thought, uh, you know, that would be kind of cool. But in thinking about what I wanted to do for the 1,000th episode, I didn't want to do anything over the top. I really wanted whatever effort we were going to put in to be aimed to give kids the world. Um, but I also thought that, you know, uh, two years ago, we celebrated 10 years uh, of our show. And we had a big party and a big retrospective about, you know, the show. And then last year, it was 20 years of the Diz. And we had a big party and we did a big retrospective of the Diz. And I didn't want to do that for the thousandth episode. I didn't want to sit here and you know, do a retrospective of the last thousand episodes. They're all out there. You can listen to them and draw your own conclusions. What I wanted to do was make this uh, this discussion about what do we want the next thousand episodes to look like? What does looking forward look like to you? Um, what do you think we should do moving forward? Um, and this is not just a discussion for here at the table. I really would like to hear from you. Podcast at disunplugged.com. What would you like to see the next thousand episodes be? What, the, next, the next time we do one of these celebrations, when we celebrate episode number 2000, what, what do we want to be able to say? I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, it did take us 12 years. Um, and uh, I you will know. not be here for episode two thousand. You might be brought back. I, I, w- I don't mean that I won't be here on Earth. <laughs> I just meant that <laughs> I, I would I would be seventy one. They're still dragging I want to see that out for stuff. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna we're gonna roll you out for that, <laughs> even if it's like a special appearance. Um, and at that point, he'll be totally crazy. So I'll put Assuming he still has his faculties. Yeah. No, no, I'm counting on him not being sane. It, <laughs> at 71's not old, though. I, I'm going to be honest with you. For the very first time, I'm 59 this year. I have never thought about this before in my life. I have thought about retiring. I'm not ready, but I've thought about it. So I think to myself, in 12 years... I'm, mm, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I think the one thing to think about is, I understand that video was in a new medium 12 years ago, but I never thought we'd be doing video shows. I, I never, never thought we'd be still doing this. That's true. I assumed our families were listening. 
<laughs> but so they I, are. I mean, I, my I know, family I, is. No, uh, I meant only. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. Yeah. I'm sorry, John. So I don't know what the medium is going to be in 12 years. I mean, are we going to be holograms in someone's living room? I, I think oh, more VR. Right, Jetson. I think in 12 more VR. Years? I mean, we, we. I think we we have to evolve with technology. Right. I mean, we go from audio to video to. You know, it could be I have a question. something weird. With when we VR. started this 12 years ago, would you consider the fact that anybody was watching us on a 65-inch TV in their living room? Absolutely, in no. 4K. <laughs> and that, you know, when I think about when I think about you know what I look forward to, it's the ideas we haven't come up with yet. It's so much of this, all of it, not just this show, the other shows that we do, the vlogs we do, uh, a lot of uh, the stuff we do on the site. Um, was all a result of, oh, hey, that would be, that would be cool. Um, People think we have some grand plan. <laughs> no, there isn't. No, absolutely not. And I think a grand plan would have failed miserably. Um, you a know, that also, yeah. by doing it just by following passion, following, you know, we have, uh, this is work for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is our job. But there is so much passion behind what we do. Um, are there aspects of it that become difficult and grueling? Yeah, there can be. Especially, I think that's more so true for John and Kevin than it is for folks on our side. They deal with the day-to-day of dreams and the management of dreams. We get to focus more on the big picture stuff and, and the video stuff. Um, but even this that can become... The only, part of the, the only part of this I touch is coming here. Mm-hmm. He's being on camera. I don't really touch the rest of it unless we're going to some sort of event. It's empty. My job I is actually as a travel that. agent. Um, so I'm always looking forward to what's new. And we've always, I've always approached it as, are you serious? We used to write articles for other people to read. Nancy Can I say Quill? <laughs> Can I share something with you? All right, so this is just going to go back to how ridiculous I am. I have kept every single show notes since we started that I've written for myself as notes. So the first one I have is from August 6th, August 6th, 2006. the second show. August 6th, 2006. Right. You You should see our house. And the big story I want to talk about was the fact that the dining plan was going up in price to $38.90. That was my big... And you're still using the same computer, aren't you? Probably. (laughs) You know he is. Computer? I use a word processor. (laughs) Big square. And that's it, you know, uh, and that's why I really wanted to, uh, you know, not not so much look back on what we have already done, Mm -hmm. but kind of think about... I think that's just how my mind works now. Um, You know, what's next? What, you know, I, I never thought we'd take it here. So, really, sky's the limit. You know, there's that expression: "You're limited only by imagination." So, let me ask the, the the boys in the back. Imagination. What do you think? What do you want to see? A bigger nook. <laughs> <laughs> A glass wall. I I look forward to the day where we can. Like I, even though, uh, even though we all love this room and it means so much to us, I think we all have greater plans of making this even bigger and mm. better and being able to expand and going okay, into I just, a massive studio. Along those yeah. lines, along those lines, I want to say that John wanted to do that a few years ago. And I was the one who said no. Um, we went looking. We went looking. We did build outs and everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I, I said no because... Um, 
you know, okay, this is two bedrooms in my house. Is there a part of me that would love to have them back? Of course. I need the storage. Um, <laughs> not because I'm going to invite anybody right. in. Um, Where's my Christmas going to go? But, and again, I didn't want to go here, but I will. Um, this, I'm not kidding. I'm alive because we do this. We were doing this. I've talked about my past. I've talked about the things I've gone through. Depression, addiction, suicide attempts. Um, and there was a, a big period, especially from 2006 to about 2009, 2010, where if this wasn't happening, if I didn't have to do this, if there wasn't some Routine. passionate draw for me to do this that was so strong that it would even break through that that I probably I, 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 I may very well have died literally died not not being figurative with that and being literal um, so this kind of represents that to me I, I don't feel that way and I love it I love what we do in here I love what happens in here um, but it no longer is about this space so I think if that was to come about Craig that the opportunity to move in to you know a more purpose-built studio that wasn't repurposed from my bedroom, two bedrooms in my house, yeah. um, you know, I'd be much much more open to that uh, today than I was a few years ago. But a few years ago, I was still afraid to lose. Like, what if I need that again? What if I need that? What if something happens in my life? And I need that to get through. And I don't feel that way anymore. I've found other ways to deal with life. And- I look at, I look back over what the, the changes that have happened in my life. The losses, the gains, the, you know, the life. That, I mean, I remember Corey and Julie's kids being born. Mm-hmm. I remember them coming to the studio in bassinets. <laughs> I remember when Stella was a, a toddler. She was very young when you started. I've lost my mom and dad. I got married. So I kind of look back over this and I think a lot has happened since we started mm-hmm. this. And it's it's life-changing. The last 12 years have been just, formative. I mean, and just think about the people who are in our lives today. Absolutely. Like, yeah. like the best of friends mm-hmm. exactly. that we met because of this. My best friends are the people that I have met through this show. These are the people I travel with. These mm-hmm. are the people I call and, every day. And how that has changed your lives. Absolutely. A travel you never thought you'd do, never right? We talk it's about the, the fact that you threw a pebble in the lake. And those rings, they started out kind of small, but they have gone. I'm just going to talk about somebody without talking about them. One of our friends has purchased a house. And the way they found their real estate agent, they're from Pennsylvania. They just bought a house locally. They got their real estate agent recommendation from another one of our listeners who lives in Seattle. Hmm. So it, you know, it's kind of like this circle, these concentric circles just getting mm-hmm. keep I've getting bigger. Sure. And you know, and like I said, I like right now, and I'm not going into any details. There are three projects I am working on right now that I am so excited about. Um, some of them have to do will will impact the show. Some of them won't. Um, but that's the stuff I look forward to. The ideas that spring as a natural result of do I never look at this or anything else we do as this is its final form. 
It's always changing. It it should change. I get bored. These guys know I get bored. I and I'm there's some things. We're having a staff meeting tomorrow. I'm bored, um, and so it got to change it up. Got to change it up and start looking at things differently and doing things differently and always be open to new perspective. You don't want to get into that that mindset of it needs to be like this. It needs. And I can do that. I can do that really easily and having to challenge myself to get out of that. And that's what I'm looking forward to is like the stuff we haven't we haven't come up with yet. Things we didn't think were possible, didn't think were ever going to happen. Um, because this we didn't think was possible or ever going to happen. And a lot of the things that have come as a result of it, we didn't think were possible or ever going to happen. But what about you, T? Well... I, I have a a bucket list of my own that involves what I kind of want to do. I'm not going to go into the details, but what I want to do, I want to get out there more. Out where? Out in the parks and things like that, because I don't... I want you to come with me. I do. I want to Those be with, vlogs would be priceless. I want to be with Rhino. Get out there, Fival. Get with me. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> Some. I knew I could make them sing. <laughs> a lot has to do with, you know, your kids are growing up. Yeah. I want your kids are, you know, at a point where you don't need to take care of them every day. Then you'll get out more. And my husband, too. It's been 30 years. I'm ready to get out. Not, well. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy smokes. And I, a want, revelation. I want smoother skin. And I'm just, I'm ready to make some major changes here. <laughs> Calvin. <And> it, <laughs> Sorry, buddy. He doesn't watch. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, I want to do things with Rhino, and I want to fine make, be that way. I want to <laughs> with everybody, but I and I, I want, I want you and Craig to achieve world domination with making this bigger and making it more than just. I mean, I know See, it's, I know it's just not Lucy. a, I know it's just not a Wednesday show anymore. Tuesday, honey. Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> What's today? <laughs> Up your meds. What's today? After she next did. week, I did. After next week, I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll be all right. I'll be good. Um, no, but it's it. Remember, it was just a Tuesday show, and you didn't know what John looked like. Those were the good old days. Now we know what everybody looks like, and there's shows every different weeks and different days, and it's just. Are you drinking? No, I'm not. He drank it all. <laughs> I just want it to get bigger, and I'm, I'm excited to see where it's going to go. What about you, Corey? I, I, I said it earlier earlier that you know it's. Uh, I think we will evolve with technology. I mean, I I have my hands in a little bit of everything with the companies, so I you know to to kind of focus on where it's going, um, like the show in specific. Um, I think it's going to evolve with technology and what's you know what what do we have access to? What can we use um, to our advantage? Um, I, you know, that's, and, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to what Teresa was saying about you know the the days when we weren't, um, you know, we weren't on video when people would like recognize our voices in the parks. And there was a story where I remember somebody wrote into the podcast that they saw me sneaking Julie into the the, the bathroom, the, the, the men's restroom at Epcot. Uh, she was pregnant, but it was the line was long for the woman. And, and somebody wrote in said, I saw Corey sneaking Julie into the men's bathroom. <laughs> and we were like, how'd you even know what we look like? You know? <laughs> but it, ever since that point, I'm like, oh, yeah, we got to watch what we, we got to watch what we do. We got to watch what time. we say in the parks. And now we, every cell we, phone has it, a camera. You know, and we always almost have to be on, you know, and that, that's sometimes stressful um, to where you just, you know, 
John and I were standing in the world of Disney. And they used to call it the watch room, you know, where the watches were sold? We were standing facing the wall with our back to everybody else in the world of Disney looking for a birthday gift. And some lady said, I was across the store and I heard the two of you talking and I recognized you. And that's kind of like you go, whoa. Wow. Yeah. And that's before they knew what we looked like. Well, yeah. you know, John, um, John told a joke on the show some years ago about lobsters growing to the size of their tank. Um, and I think a lot of what we do and what I want to continue to do is we tr- keep trying to build a bigger tank. You know, I'm taking a look at the studio. Craig and I have been talking about changes we want to make in here, uh, things we want to do. Um, but it's, you know, about building, keep building. And, you know, and I'm not saying necessarily build a bigger studio or anything like that, but just kind of expand, expand the universe a little bit and our thinking a little bit. Um, a lot depends too. A lot will depend too on what happens in the theme parks and with the companies that we deal with. You know, um, it wasn't. It was before we started. But Disney is in the cruise line business, so we did shows on cruises, and then Universal became part of our attention. So we did a party at Universal. So stuff like that happens because of what's happening in our environment around us. So it's cool to see what they're going to be doing. Exactly, and how that sparks ideas and. It's you know it's it's one of the great things about doing this is the cre- the kind of the creative. We work. just took a hundred people on a Viking cruise. I know, right? Who thought? Who would who would have thought? Right? <laughs> right? Who would have thought? But you know, it's been um, I you know I, like this morning I'm like wow a thousand. What are you trying to show me here? No, I'm just oh. an update on that. Okay, um, you know a thousand episodes that you know. Wow, that's an awful awful lot of episodes. To do, and you know, I'm with you. At some point, I'm going to want to do something else. Um, I don't think I'll ever not do something and I, with I, this, you know, in some way, shape, or form. I'm not ready yet. You know, I thought, you know, we, we've talked about it. We, we've talked about it. I've talked about it for years now. That at some point, I want somebody else to host. I want to kind of do stuff more behind the scenes, or you know, whatever. Um, but. I'm still having too much fun doing it. I'm still loving doing it. Um, there are days where it's a challenge, but that's only because like there's other stuff going on. That's the day I thought about retiring. The day when it was just so busy, and I was a little frazzled, and you know you try and get everything into one day, and I thought I, I might be too old for this. <laughs> I be getting too old. <laughs> I'm excited to see how everybody's going to. You know, we've got a good group now team members you know that have been here a while Uh, i'm excited to see them evolve and how they've changed especially the boys how they've grown and minus steve (laughs) i made a joke earlier in the chat room they're like where's steve and i said he's gone it's like i mean he's gone he was in the room yesterday and now he's gone he's actually yeah you know would would have loved to have been able to have everybody in here but the room physically can't can't support that but Steve is not gone. As a matter of fact, Steve is on his way over here now because we're brainstorming some ideas on some of those projects I was telling you about. Um, but, you know, it's been, uh, it's been awesome. It's been an awesome run. Um, and I'm looking forward to the next thousand. But, I, you know, on behalf of all of us, thank you guys. Uh, if you're not watching, we're not recording. Um, so uh, it, it has been, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just want to revisit something. I talked about the fact I posted that this uh, ABD trip is going to fill quickly. S- several of the seats that uh, spaces that are available are already gone. 
So I just want you to know if you're thinking about it, this is not a time to hesitate. Jump on it. Okay. Um, and where are we, Corey? What's the? You'll be my admin man to my general. Yeah, for, for, um, forty over just over forty eight hundred. Forty eight hundred dollars already wow. raised just in the last hour uh, for Give Kids the World. So again, uh, www.info.com. Please go check out Charles's article, the one I read at the beginning of the show, with links in there for how you can donate. And like I said, reach out, friends and family, coworkers. Get ten people to give you ten bucks. You've hit a hundred a uh, hundred dollars. Um, we need a thousand people to do that. Uh, given the size of the audience that watches and listens to this show, this is your opportunity. It's a write-off. <laughs> introduce one of your friends to give kids the world. Introduce strangers or not strangers, but introduce people who aren't familiar. It's a great cause. So, um, so on behalf of all of us, thank you for watching. Thank you for being a part of this journey with us. And here is to the next thousand episodes. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. That will do it for our show. And we'll be with you again next week with episode 1001. I won't be here. I'll be in California. John will be hosting. But that'll be episode 1001 of the Diz Unplugged. Three, two, one. Thanks for being with us, everybody. Have a great week. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Bye. Bye.